Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Larry Jacobs, and this is Pre K Twelve Education Talk Radio. We're going to have a lovely show for you on a very important date. I just want to remind everybody today is September. We're doing the show on September eleventh, two thousand twenty-three. Been a long time since that terrible day, but not long enough. Okay, and just all I'm going to just say is remember the date, which we all do, and remember how important it is. And think of the poor people who who died and everything that happened thereafter. Okay, and yet we survived. That's all I'm going to say, but just it has to be mentioned. All right, let's get back to it. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. I'm Larry Jacobs, your host. We're the voice of the American Consortium for Equity in Education. And I have got a terrific show for you today from here in Maine. We're going to head down to at least... Half of, we're going to go to New York City, and we're going to talk to my good friend David Adams, who's the CEO of the Urban Assembly, our good friends. And then he has invited, which I can't wait to talk to, a person named Christy, Chrissy, excuse me, Chrissy, Chrissy, and Chrissy, I'm going to do your last name, Waldauer. I may be wrong. Okay, we're going to check it out with you. But Chrissy is the learning design and innovation coach at the Office of Innovation for Education at the University of Arkansas. And obviously, the University of Arkansas and Urban Assembly have gotten together to work on making education a bit more creative, more equal, et cetera, in, Ar- in this case, in Arkansas. And I want you to listen to what they're doing because obviously, if it applies in Arkansas, it can apply anywhere, not just New York City, where good old Dave is located and up in New Jersey. Okay, we're going to. Archive the show over at ace-ed.org, ace-ed.org, the home website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. And if you go over there, you'll see all the podcasts under the podcast link. You'll see our magazine where the cover is pictured. It's called Equity and Access. It's a darn good magazine. It's online, and you'll really, really enjoy the stories. We're the only ones who cover that. And also our Excellence in Equity Awards. It's over there, plus a lot of great news and information. So please check it all out. Everything's free over there at ace-ed.org. And if you want to get in touch with me, please do. A lot of people do. Larry at ace-ed.org. And I appreciate everybody writing and giving me their thoughts and comments and ideas, et cetera, et cetera. We work on that all the time. Okay, without further ado, let me bring on my guest today. Head down to Joycey and also down to... uh, the great state of Arkansas. Ladies first, Chrissy, it's Larry here. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And how did I do in your last name? I think I said Waldauer. Is that correct? <laughs> Waldor, but it was very close. Thank you. Waldor. Thank you. Like Waldorf without the F. Exactly. There you go. All right. Thank you, Chrissy. Okay. David, good morning. How did I do in your last name, Mr. Adams? It's Adams, A-D-A-M-S. I know your audience may not be familiar with it, but uh, I really appreciate uh, the clarity of how you put that out there. Thank you, Larry. Oh, buddy, you know, my pleasure, for goodness sakes. It's great to have you here. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 well, first, let me start with this. Dave, tell, talk about what the Urban Assembly is all about. I just want to start there because I think it's fascinating what you're doing here, you guys. Working well, thanks, together. Larry. I think it's I mean, great. As you know, uh, the Urban Assembly is a nonprofit, uh, and our focus is bringing innovation to public education, um, a mission to advance the economic and social mobility of young people by improving public education. And we do that by delivering scalable and generalizable solution sets to public schools across the country. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I, I want to make the point, this is why I just love this. Uh, the name of the group, your company is fabulous, a nonprofit, the Urban Assembly. Okay. And 
I, I would not describe, although I love it down there, I would not describe Arkansas as the most urban state in America. Would that be, is that okay, Chrissy? It's not the That's most pretty urban accurate. State. That's pretty accurate, Larry. Yeah, okay. And it's great. It's like where I live in Maine. It's, it's mostly rural forest down there. It's farmland, et cetera, et cetera. And I love the fact that the urban assembly, because we've always said, Dave, that you guys work, every, you guys can work and do the great work you do and consult the schools and school districts, et cetera, all over the country. And I'm, I'm just so thrilled that we're showing off how it's working in Arkansas today. I think it's, it's just going to be great. Okay, just going to be great. All right? So Thanks, without further ado, yeah, you're welcome, buddy. Okay. Chrissy, I want you to tell me about, and I have it linked here, the let me get this straight, the Office of Innovation for Education at the University of Arkansas, correct? Correct. Tell us about it. And tell us a little bit about yourself, too, because you were a teacher and all that sort of stuff. You got a great job. Sure. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I was a teacher for seven years in a classroom in rural Oklahoma. And post-COVID, I was actually really inspired during COVID to just branch out of the traditional education mode and see what I could do that made kids want to be engaged again. And I just enjoyed it so much. I really wanted a bigger challenge. And so I started some research. I'm an alumni from the university. So I was researching over here and found this office and my job happened to be available. Wow. And I applied and thought this is like serendipitous and the perfect opportunity for me to make a greater impact. And so I came over and much like you, when I first started, I thought, what does this mean? Like, what can this office possibly do? And I've been here about three years now and really learned what we do. So we're actually grant funded through the Arkansas Department of Education, and then we're housed at the University of Arkansas. So we really live between the research institution and the department and kind of serve both. Uh, And so through that, we support public schools, charter schools, any school that wants help in the state of Arkansas to really try to be more student-focused in their learning and in design and innovation. And I love it. It's, it's a great opportunity. Oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And also, not only do so much for so many people, it, it's fabulous. And also to do it at your alumni school is great. It's always great to be in a college campus. It, it, it really is. How did you find the Urban Assembly? <laughs> Well, we do an innovation Dave rally usually, every Dave year. David's usually in hiding, so I had to ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was hard to track down. He was hard That's to track true. down. <laughs> um, no, we do an innovation rally every year. Um, it's an innovation for education uh, rally where we try to bring in partners from the outside that are doing innovative work to inspire our Kansans. And then we also try to highlight the innovation going on inside the state in our schools. And mm-hmm. last year's theme was on resiliency. Nice. And, of course, like every great researcher, I go to Google and I type in resiliency <laughs> in education. And who pops up but David wow. Adams and the Resilient Scholars Program. <laughs> that's great. That, that's great. Okay. And, and, and the rest, as they say, is history? Yes, yes. Uh, we Actually, my partner in crime and I Zoomed with him. And just fell in love with his face and his personality via Zoom and brought him down. And he knocked our socks off. I mean, people are still talking about what they saw at our rally at Dave's uh, workshop. So it was fabulous. Dave, what did you do with the workshop that wowed him? Come on, Dave. What did you do with the workshop? So the more important thing is that when I got to Arkansas, Chrissy and her husband and her colleague took me out to dinner. 
Um, and I have a thing, when I go to a place, I really want to know the place. And Chrissy's like, I got you, David. We're going to go out. We're going to talk about Arkansas. I'm going to show you. I'm going to make sure you understand where you're working uh, so that you can connect to our audience. I just want to give you a shout-out there, Chrissy, because I really appreciate you taking me out that day. <laughs> What'd she take you out for? What kind of food was it? Ribs? Come on. Oh, we, had, we had a we had, I see. We had. You, Do you remember, Chrissy? Yeah, it was Krabby's. It's... um. It's kind of some eclectic seafoodish. I don't know in Arkansas. You know, we tried in our defense. We tried to take them to like a real authentic steakhouse in Bentonville, and then we show up and it was closed. So we had to kind of second right. second chance it well, there. But yeah, Bentonville's but a cool know, town, by the way. Yeah, Bentonville's cool. But the company, wait a minute, did, where, where are you? Did you fly into Little Rock? Where, 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 Chrissy? Where are you located? Where's the is the University of Bentonville? No, we're in Fayetteville, so we're about 30 minutes south of Bentonville. I didn't know that. But yeah, we okay. move, yeah, we move our innovation rally every year because we really try to meet each part of the state where they are. So, you know, not everyone's traveling five hours across the state each year. So last year it was in Rogers, Arkansas, which is in between Bentonville and Fayetteville. And we actually had yeah. an airport 10 minutes away. So Dave was able to fly in to there. Yeah, and that's central Arkansas, right? That's the new airport, isn't it? No, we're northwest. 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 Okay. So what's the name of the airport down there? XNA. Um, I think it's called Springdale Airport. Maybe I don't know. Okay. I don't know because I know it's it, you know it's service. That's where Walmart is and all that sort of stuff. It's yes. a cool little place and they have that great art museum, etc. I think it's really cool. And Dave, yes. I, I'm sure you enjoyed your dinner, did you not? I, you know, I, I enjoyed the dinner. I enjoyed the company. Uh, I enjoyed the opportunity to sit down uh, and break bread with folks who are also working to improve public education by bringing innovation to the space. So um, it's been a great dinner, and it's been a great relationship. Yeah, and, and now, Dave, back to my question. What did you say that, that got them all excited? I know you. What did you say? Yeah, uh, it's a great question. So we, we talked about the future of learning, uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, we talked about the, the skills and the human skills that folks will need to be successful. Um, and in order to think about what learning is going to look like in five and ten years. Um, and then we talked about in, in the workshop um, how to create experiences in the classroom, learning experiences in the classroom that activate different kind of cognitive, social, and emotional, um, mm. and technology Thank skills you. so that students are better integrating uh, these things into one outcome, right, which is a student who can be, know, and do, a student who can be a learner, um, understand how to do things effectively, they can know about themselves and the future and the culture, um, and then they can do things for their employees, for their community, um, and for themselves. And, and that was the keynote, and that was the workshop, and uh, since then we've been thinking about uh, what that looks like at scale, as you know, and how to support schools across the country in executing those ideas. Exactly, and let's go, let's focus on Arkansas here. Chrissy, hearing all that and working at the university funded by the, by the, uh, funded by the state working at the university, when you hear that, Chrissy, now you have to put that, and that's, it's great stuff. It really is, and Dave's a good friend here and what the work Urban Assembly does. By the way, urbanassembly.org, okay? The work they do is fantastic. But it's, I, I don't want to say it's come out the wrong way. It's easy to talk those things. We kind of all know these things need to happen. But to make it really work, okay, it's, it's something else in public schools, which is a bureaucracy, which are a bureaucracy. Chrissy, when you heard all this and got your team around you, et cetera, what was the next step? 
The next step is really considering what does that look like in each school. Uh, much like yeah. we talk about personalizing learning for our learners, we also have to personalize our support for the schools because each school is living in a different demographic. They've got different funding that's coming right. in. And so that's really kind of where we take it. Um, after the rally, we tried to reach out to those schools that attended and really ask, like, what do you need this year? What does your year look like? What are those areas of support where you're going to need help? And then we look for the resources and we look for um, the opportunities for us to come in and coach them through to really try to support them in any way they need it. So, yeah, and it kind of depends. Yeah, what, what were some of the ways they needed? What did you need to do? How's, the, how's that mm. come to fruition? Like just pick a school, any school you want. Yeah, grade, whatever. <laughs> just tell us. Yeah, any school. Yeah, gosh. So our office does a lot. Um, one of the things oh, we know. do is we support, we support and designate schools of innovation. So schools can apply to be a school of innovation, nice. and they get to set their own goals. Um, so we support them on their goals. I lead a nice. competency-based learning cohort um, that tries to help schools coach them through how to become competency-based. Uh, those are probably our two biggest ones right now. Mm -hmm. um, but it all deals really in Arkansas. It's really looking at how can we personalize the learning. How do we, yes. you know, a big push from our, from our State Department is to improve test scores so that every child is reading by grade three. And yes. so we really take that as an idea and go, but how can we innovate that? How can we make these schools, um, or not make the schools, how can we personalize this learning so that the kids want to achieve these goals as well? And then we try to support them in that. So I hate to be generic and say it really depends, but each school is so very different in the state. Yeah, and, and, and I agree with you, it does. And by the way, Arkansas, and I, 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 I don't think I've interviewed your current uh, state superintendent, but I interviewed the person before. Okay. And you guys were always on the cutting edge of what's called the science of reading. You've really done Correct. a good job with that, making, making, mm -hmm. making things really different. It, it, it's got, it's got a very strong education department in that regard. And I think it's, it's, it's really good. And that's interesting what you said that the schools can apply to, to you to become quote, a school of innovation. All right. And yes. the next question, Chrissy, is when, we, we say a school can apply, but is it a district that applies or a school? All right. And, and it's schools, what grades yeah. are we talking about here? Sure. Because I know Dave works through K-12. Yeah, we have a K-12 um, schools of innovation. So it, it, any school can apply. Um, and there's not really a limit on the grade level or, or anything in it. Um, we do have districts of innovation. I believe we have two as of now, but each school within the district has applied to do that. So we start cool. with their vision and mission, which is why it starts with the school, because each school's vision and mission may be designed a little differently. And then once we kind of get more That's on right. board, then we align the district. So they start to focus on the same innovation from kindergarten all the way up to 12th grade. This year, we actually have our first superintendent who who came on our meeting and said, I want to go full district. I don't want to do wow. school by school. I want the whole district to be aligned. So we're really excited to work with him and really think about how we innovate our work now to meet that school's needs. So it, it's yeah, really that's going to be a great example for the other districts. Yeah. That, that's, that, yes. that, that's, that's fantastic. And if we ever do another show and you're welcome to come on, just stay in touch with me. Again, it's Larry at ace-ed.org. You can bring that superintendent on. That'd be fun. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. I love far-thinking superintendents. I think that's great. And, Dave, let me ask you, Mr. New Jersey, New York, okay, if I may. Is that good, Mr. New Jersey, New York? Dave? You may. Yeah. 
Thank you, sir. Okay, Dave, okay, you're going down to, a, 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 if I may, a rural southern state, Arkansas, okay? And, you know, got big cities, Little Rock, all that sort of stuff, all right? But it's, it's pretty urban. It's pretty different from New York, okay? What is the urban assemblies, your new folks, as you go into a, a different environment, if I may, okay? We're all, we're all the same country, but it's a different environment than, than uh, shall we say, Jersey City, okay? Um, talk to me about that. How do you look at this, and how do you help a school with a totally different environment, frankly, would be like you guys coming to where I live in Cornish, Maine, a little town here in southwestern Maine. Okay, it's it's different. What what as you go in, what do you see? What do you do? How do you make it work, Dave? It's a great question. Uh, first, Larry, right, I'll say that the UA is, is focused on generalizable challenges in education and how we. Yes, I know that, but I want you to tell everybody. Right? Yeah, so keep going. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and so when uh, I started talking to Chrissy, uh, she started talking to me about the same kinds of challenges that we have at the UA um, in her schools in Arkansas, right? So uh, they have a population of students um, who they're looking to serve, uh, for whom English is not a first language. Here at the UA, um, our, we have a population of students who we're looking to serve in terms of our English as a second language um, population, and while we are graduating those students 17% higher than New York City public schools, um, we can always get better in that. And understanding uh, how to integrate those students into the economic and social fabric of New York City uh, is something that uh, Chrissy is also working on in, in a different context in terms of uh, the population of students, but a similar big idea, right? Uh, when I went to Chrissy, we were talk she was talking about project-based learning and ensuring that students mm -hmm. had the kind of social skills, uh, the kind of interaction skills that they needed so that they can not only participate in project-based learning, but participate in the world of work. And Larry, you know mm -hmm. here at the UA, we care a lot about post-secondary success. What kind of skills will students need to be successful, not in mm -hmm. school, but when we leave school, right? It's mm -hmm. not about what your grades are, it's about what they represent for folks down the road in terms of being able to be college career community ready. And so as we talked to me and Chrissy over, over dinner and other spaces, it turned out that that was something that we also had in common in terms of things that we cared about. And, and last but certainly not least, uh, innovation is solving problems. Innovation is about improving outcomes around common generalizable challenges. And when I talked to Chrissy and she said, David, we do innovation, I said, show me, and she did. And that's when I knew this was going to be a good relationship because when it comes to innovation and public education, the UA is looking for every partner we can get. That's exactly right. And by the way, I love what you just said about the ESL kids. Of course, Arkansas borders Texas. Texas is one of our border states. They're getting a huge influx of, of immigrants from Central America, mostly Spanish-speaking people. And, uh, you know, the fact that there's so much, and this is everywhere across the country, but I love the fact that it was brought up. Everybody's facing the same challenges, okay? It's not just New York City. It's, not, it's, it's everywhere, okay? I talk to districts in rural Iowa who, who have tr tremendous ESL populations, rural Dakota, okay, tremendous ESL populations. This is, part of, this is part of education these days. And the fact that we have to recognize that, and the other thing is in this day and age, okay, the social, emotional side of, of all this. And, and by the way, Dave, you guys have always been leaders in that, understanding that that has to, if you're not good on that side, you're not going to do well in academics. It's, it's just that simple. Okay, if we can get the kids to have confidence in themselves, and I think it was Chrissy you said earlier, resilience. Okay, 
we get that together, then the, then the rest of it becomes a heck of a lot easier. And I have to say this, if it becomes a lot easier, we have less teachers being frustrated in their job. That they don't leave. Okay, we've got a terrible teacher retention challenge right now. Hopefully that's settling down a little bit. Okay, but it's hard to find new teachers. And the more we can make the kids love learning every day and be innovative, innovative in what we are doing, the less teacher retention challenge we're going to have and the better the kids will grow. That's my uh, speech for today. What do you think, Chrissy? I think it's, I mean, spot on everything that, that Dave has mentioned and you've mentioned. We have the same issues in, in Arkansas right now, and that's exactly what we're trying to do is, yeah. is innovate yeah, it, around it, it, them. It, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, as I said, Arkansas is a smaller rural state. And it's the same challenges that we have. And, you know, it ain't about the problems, everybody. It's about the solutions. And when we start to realize that we have more in common than differences, all of this back and forth, it's all political, you know, needs to change. Okay? The country's pretty much the same. Okay? We're not in constant disagreement. This is good stuff. And we're working on it. There is one I've got to ask one other thing. I have a note here. David wrote me this. Okay? I just got to ask before anything. Dave, you went to New Zealand? You went to New Zealand? I didn't go to New Zealand. Chrissy went to New Zealand. Yes. Oh, well, Chrissy, went to New- Chrissy went to New Zealand? Chrissy didn't get to go to New Zealand. It was the year before I started at the office. My office got to go to New Zealand, and I have been bartering that we should go back to New Zealand <laughs> to learn some more. So far, it's a long worked, ride, Chrissy. I've been to a, Chrissy. I've been to Australia. But did, what, what, well, then something must have happened in New Zealand that we got to, that we got to push in here what did you learn this, this is yes, interesting so, it's different from what i thought but wow yeah oh, let's hear so we <laughs> my office uh, actually Dave, i'm sorry uh, you didn't a, go to new zealand i'm sorry dave <laughs> right someday you'll go keep he, mr kiwi hey he's on our next he's on our next trip list when we go to new, back to new zealand we're going to take dave um but no our office partnered and got a grant uh to go to new zealand and to learn really about how they learn there so new zealand is like ahead of the game and learner-centered experiences, really collaborative learner-centered classrooms. And so we, my office went and then got to explore, see the classrooms for themselves, really walk through. And they had a great leader in Derek Winmuth, who is one of our partners that we work with out of New Zealand. Wow. And he took them around and really just gave them, yeah, the opportunity to really see that uh, growth in traditional academic measures. They really do a great job on social-emotional skills and really teaching. I mean, New Zealand was ahead of the game during COVID because they were prepared to go offline. They had the forest fires um, not too long ago and the flooding that went on that shut them down again. And, again, they're ready to go online because their students are very self-disciplined in their learning. The educators are, are designing their lessons to be ready and actionable as soon as they are and the students are engaged and so they're at home they're working on their own and they're still progressing and they're stepping back in school when they're welcome back and they're ready to keep going and moving on so it's just a really interesting country Larry, uh, yeah, I, I, I gotta tell you something that, that that's that that's so wonderful that 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 um that that state of arkansas or the university whoever mm-hmm. was saw that and was able to send people over there I, I, that's a long ride. That's a long trip. Yeah. As I said, I've been to <laughs> Australia. Okay. That's the other end of the universe. Okay. Yeah. It's like going to Mars. All right. And, 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 I'll tell, and I love it over there. It's, uh, everybody who goes over there loves it. But the point is, all right, that's a big investment. And to come back mm-hmm. with that great information and, and to see 
to, to start talking about the changes you can make based on somebody else's success, okay? Yeah. Especially from a different country is, is absolutely wonderful. I, 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 got to, I think I said Arkansas is kind of cutting edge with all this. I really like this, okay? It's good <laughs> stuff. And I got to ask you, Dave, when you work with the uh, innovation office and, and the school districts, how does it actually work? Do you have people down there now, or is it all Zoom meetings, or is it more generic? How does that work? Well, we actually haven't uh, established that deep of a connection yet um, in terms of our work with uh, Chris's office and the Office of Innovation. Um, but having gone out there, that's something that we're looking to uh, to develop, right? Um, and uh, Chris said something I wanted to elevate here, this idea of learner-centered classrooms and independent learning. Um, yeah. We know right now that the future of education in the next five and ten years is going to transform more than maybe it's transformed in the last 70 to 80 years. Uh, I would hope so. Of, I would hope so. The way that AI is going to empower young people to access knowledge and access thought and access uh, conversation is going to really dramatically shift the role of teachers in the classroom, right? And so right. this idea of, like, what kinds of skills and ways of thinking do we need to inculcate now? Because if we're not planning now, Right? right. Then we're going to be behind the eight ball. Then we're going to be sitting around waiting for the revolution to come to us. I want to be the revolution. I want to be the folks Good who are man. out in front of the eight ball, ready to go and start that cue ball into the corner pocket because our students will then go off and transform society with the ways of being and the ways of thinking that they have. Instead of being afraid of this future, we need to incorporate it, inculcate it, and make sure students are successful. So I just want to elevate that with here, here. Said when we talk about learner-centered classrooms, when we talk about uh, the kind of independent learning that we need to upskill and reskill our workers for. That's the kind of thing that we need to be investing in public education. And that's why me and Chrissy rock with each other. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. We need to invest all that in teacher education. Okay, we can't keep teaching people to be teachers the old way because everything is changing. All right, and I always use the example I have a BS in education and an MS in education. And these are both Bachelor of Science, Master of Science. But I'm telling you, like everybody else, there was no science involved. Okay, there wasn't any science involved. All right, and we, we are responsible for teaching people how to live in this future world which is, by the way, upon us, okay? If we don't get it right, we, the educators, and the schools that train educators don't get it right, we're going to be in big trouble. People are scared. Uh, teachers are afraid of AI. That's the, it's like was the old days being afraid of a calculator. Of course, the kids might mm. cheat in math. No, you use the tools that are given, okay? Right. We, have to, we have to get kids, to, we have to understand it and teach them to use this responsibly and use it well for everything they need. Mm -hmm. That's the role of education. And when I hear such good things coming out of, coming out of the Office of Innovation at the University of Arkansas, Chrissy's office, I mean, it's just fabulous. We just can't, we got to really move forward with the times. That's my second Chrissy. speech. What do you think, Chrissy? Chrissy, you have impressed Larry. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Chrissy, will you marry me? Enough of this. Will you marry me, Chrissy? <laughs> But that's exactly what it is. Like I, you know, I've read articles lately and all around AI about how workers are like the new skill is going to be how well can you use AI to do your job, yeah. and, if, right. and if we aren't preparing kids that here's how you use it effectively and here's how you use it exactly. ethically, 
Exactly. And then teach them those human skills that you can't learn through AI, which was where Dave's uh, keynote speech came in so heavily. Like, there are still mm-hmm. skills that AI cannot teach children and cannot teach students that we as humans are the only ones capable of doing. And that's where our role is going to come in. Here's how to ethically use this tool, and here's how to still be a great human in the process so you can get that job after school or you can be successful in college for that next step. Yeah, we don't want the bad guys to win. Okay, and the point is so well taken. They're going to go back to Dave's, Dave and Urban Assembly's long history in social emotional learning and the importance of that in academics. Okay, being an ethical and responsible person obviously is what we are supposed to do in education. And when we've got these big new changes coming up, we got to make sure people handle it ethically and responsibly and all that sort of stuff. I think what you guys, are, I think this is a good marriage. Okay, to get Urban Assembly and, and the University of Arkansas you, you together. Approved, are, you, are you giving me away, Larry, at the office? I am giving you a here. <laughs> if there's anyone who would like to speak up against this union, no, never mind on that. Okay, so I'm telling you, this is fantastic. It's great. And you, what can I say, Dave? You're always great when you have come on the show. And Chrissy, I'm serious. You want to come back on? Just write me and we'll set up a date for uh, David can come too on that show. Okay, to talk sure. to that superintendent. Yes, I'd love to bring him in. It's Larry at astashed.org. Anybody can write me, but especially Chrissy. Dave writes me all the time. <laughs> okay? He knows where I am. All right? This is great, guys. I wish you the best of luck working together. I think it's fantastic. I really do, so thank i got to thank you both. Okay, Chrissy, thank thanks you. a million. I'll hear from you. And Dave, have a good – like Humpty Dumpty, have a great fall. What can I tell you? Maybe we'll talk sooner rather than later. I hope so. Okay. Thank you, David. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you, Thank you. Bye. Boy, that is great stuff, I got to tell you. Okay, and Dave never never fails, all right? The Urban Assembly just is a super-duper group to work with, okay? They know what they're doing, and they have a success record second to none. It's urbanassembly.org. Okay, check it out, okay? And that's really good about Arkansas. I'm telling you, that state is always ahead of the game. Uh, they're ahead of the game. And I know politics getting involved down there. There was some, uh, you know, con- controversy per se with, she's the governor, but, you know, with the good governor Huckabee Sanders and, uh, you know, critical race theory and all that. I'm not talking about that. Okay. What I'm talking about is the Department of Education. Okay. And the good work they do for the kids. All right. And then they obviously get the grant to Chrissy and the rest, as they say, is history. So I think it's good stuff. Okay, it's a good state. Okay, we're going to archive over at ace-ed.org. Write me if you want, Larry at ace-ed.org, and thank you for listening.